0: Welcome everybody to episode number four. That's right, we've made it. Episode number four of Loremasters HS. It is us. I am your co-host Blackaraw and with me as always,
1: fly at the Dwarf Resident resident Loremaster at your service. And as always delighted to be here to share a story. Um, this week we are uh, telling a story of a character that is Quite the effective and popular card. who's blasted oh, yeah. for quite some time because uh, we're, we're talking about Lothab right here. Oh R- yes, you. like a, you, you brief this. This is a this is a really popular one. Blackrock, can you just uh, qu- quickly go through us about just how how much people tend to love this card? It's been around from one of the earliest days of Hearthstone, hasn't it?
0: Yes, uh, you know Lothab... Lothab comes from the infamous, you know, Nox is out, you know, <laughs> Curse of Um, That's way back in 2014. Um, so at no matter, no matter what point in time that you listen to this episode, I fully believe that Lothab will always be a very popular character. Hey, you know, he's in the running. He might be a mascot for the show. You know, when we talk about evergreen content, this card is evergreen as it gets. So at this current moment in 2021, you know, there's a Warlock deck that goes by Dark Lair, And, uh, you know, Lothab is a card that pretty much seals the deal when you play that deck. And the card is useful in a lot of other decks. It's just so powerful to, like, make your opponent have to pay five more for their, next, for their spells the next turn. It, 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 it's a pretty safe play, you know. I would say yeah. an instant craft if you're playing wild. Definitely make Lothab.
1: And we're going to be talking about exactly why he can do that, because this is one of those cards that actually does a pretty decent job of having a story reason of why a card has an effect. Not every card is very good with that, but a lot of them are, and those are my favorites when the lore and the mechanics mesh together. And let's be honest, Lothab is is a pretty uh, strange-looking character. He doesn't really... There aren't very many other Hearthstone cards that even look very much like him, so... Well, uh, off the top of your head, if you were to guess, what would you say Lotheb is? What does he look like to you? All right, to,
0: so to be honest, in the seven at this moment, in the seven years I've been playing, I've rarely looked at his face. So when I look at his face, this guy, he, Lotheb seems, is Lotheb a he? I just want to make sure I'm using the, the correct pronouns.
1: Um, About as close as you can get to what's kind of barely a living sentient thing i okay uh, i can
0: uh, use lothab's name no problem
1: yeah, yeah. So, so when i look at lothab you would come the closest because it's a deep voice yeah. um but whatever
0: yeah i was thinking because of the card but it's okay the, just the voice i hear so yeah when i look at lothab's face man like it just looks like creepy dude with like i don't know like some kind of like grass hair he's like hiding like you know you know like when you, when you got the uh the the fatigues are like, you know, the uh, mercenaries. They're out in the field trying to hide. And they get like, you know, all the grass over their head. They're trying to hide underneath. He seems, he seems <laughs> like he's, he's high. I don't know. It just looks weird. I don't know how to describe it. Like, what, what, uh, like what, what is this guy? I see the mushrooms in his hand.
1: Yeah. Well, he's uh, hes uh basically a mad scientist experiment to uh, one extent or another. But uh we're going to start by talking about the species that he originates from so uh if we move on we move on to our first slide here we actually have a couple uh pictures uh that there are some hearthstone cards that are actually of the same general uh species of lotheb our first one is one of the original hearthstone cards actually fen creeper uh we have the uh the the monstrosity here it's It's uh, mostly below the water, but it's back is like, a little island and there's a little gnome fishing on it who doesn't realize they're standing on this big, scary creature. That's crazy. And, yep. And uh, we also have on the next slide the... Old gods version of it they made called bog creeper, which is you know just a slightly um, you know corrupted wasn't a keyword oh. at the time, but that's the theme that it's the uh, like a corrupted even more so version of the same creature and yeah, it's bog cool, cool, yeah. yeah bog and fen creepers they, uh, belong to they're all kind of a general family with a lot of other creatures that we basically refer to as bog beasts um okay. and they're actually a real mystery in the lore because that there's a bit of theorization but the lore itself hasn't actually gotten into detail of what exactly these things are um they're basically large plant creatures um if you are at all familiar with uh the superhero comic characters of uh, there's like uh swamp thing from dc okay. and there's a creature called man thing from marvel um they, they bo- these bog beasts are very similar that they're essentially lo- uh, swamp life given form just this walking mass of uh of plant life here um it's theorized that they they probably reproduce by seeds um some people think that they may and when i say some people think i'm not talking about people theorizing outside the lore as in people within the story within warcraft within azeroth okay. are trying to figure this out like you know character scientists and explorers are like i just don't know what these things are hmm. um they may they may potentially be have some elemental base being like some mixture of earth and water, um, but uh, honestly, we don't entirely know. They also can have uh, fungal varieties uh, that you generally find them in large temperate marsh areas. Uh, There's a whole bunch. There's ones called timberlings, swamp walkers, mire lords, tangle horrors, uh, thistle shrubs, uh, marsh beasts, Uh, there's fungal monsters. And there are even ones that are essentially uh, described as the foulness of rot given form, like manifestations of fungus and rot uh, that are often referred to as mire beasts. And that is most likely kind of the the base that uh, Lotheb was initially created from. Um, if we move on to our... Uh, next image here we actually have an image of one of these types of creatures from warcraft oh Uh, mm -hmm, yes Uh, how would you describe it for people who are listening to an audio version what's your impression of it all right if you're listening um first of all
0: open youtube type in lore masters hs and come to this episode because these visuals are amazing you're not able to do that so let me describe this thing to you. It looks like it's like 27 feet tall, monstrosity. Uh, a little bit of the Hulk mixed in with some Swamp Thing, and uh, it's got some red beard, like a bronze beard, but it spreads out to to its shoulders and a little bit to its back. It's a big, freaky green, hairy Swamp Thing.
1: Yeah, almost kind of reminds me, especially from it's, it's in a very hunched-over pose. Like, if you... Uh... May, if you tried making some sort of, um, uh, like a hedge trimming in the shape of a hunched over gorilla or something, uh, like it kind of makes me think of that. So, yeah, that's that's kind of the basis, and there's lots of different variations on these things, that's just sort of a basic one, but, um, we have one other little thing about these bog beasts, if we move on to our next slide, because there's actually an original Hearthstone character that appears to have some mysterious connection with them, actually fitting in with those first Hearthstone cards we did, because when Hearthstone decided to make their first alternate warlock hero, Nemzy. Um, they decided to, through the art, it's implied, expand on the story of the gnome who was fishing on the fen creeper and appears to be writing, uh, maybe a bit corrupted from the red eyes on the bog creeper. Yeah. Um, so there may be some link between these bog beasts and dark magic. Or maybe it's just that this one is affected by the old gods and Nemzi was affected too if we're going off of the Bog Creeper arts. There's, there's a lot of kind of implied, very vague story here that Hearthstone just told with these three images that I find very interesting. and It is it's, interesting some some more possible theorizing. So, yeah, that's that's where Nimsy is fitting in. Um, that's what she's sitting on when you have her as the hero. That is the same general species of a creature as Lothab. So if you really want to get okay, in the Lothab yeah. vibes, uh, and that fits into your Warlock deck for whatever reason, and you can really just... I don't know. Uh, this probably wouldn't be the greatest for... Uh, an actually constructive deck but i've always thought it would be fun to just like make decks based around themes like if you just get a bunch of people to do that and throw fun and see what survives if you just wanted to have like a big a bog beast themed thing you play as Nemzi and you make sure you include bog creeper fen creeper and lotheb all in the same deck to really bring out the thematic there
0: yeah it's pretty fantastic listeners Send us a picture of that. I would love that. I, I would love to see that. You know, Lord, uh, you know, Lord Master Glide just put out a pretty cool challenge right there. Yeah, tag us on Twitter and uh, show us what you got. I, I love to see that Lord Master's theme deck Lothab edition. That's pretty cool. So, mm-hmm. MZ's sitting on top. If I go back to our pictures here, um, the first or second one, he's sitting on top of a Bog Creeper. Yep. Not a Fen Creeper. Okay, so on a Bog Creeper so
1: yeah yeah the, the the fen creeper is the name of the card in the first one the Bog creeper is the name of the one in the second they're all pretty much interchangeable names for roughly the same creature just depending yeah. on location and then so, you had to give it a different name for a different card of course
0: so. oh of course you know you like more, more collectibles so in the artwork for the Bog creeper is that nemzy herself
1: that's what uh, seems to be implied if you yeah. you look at her eyes it's the the red like the goggle she has it has the same hairstyle yeah. uh, i think that when they designed her they were really inspired and they wanted to kind of give an impression of what can we further tell this story through a visual method um like i said i think there's a lot there. Mm-hmm. there's a lot of unsaid but implied possible story there that. Who knows? Maybe they could expand on that at some expansion in the future from what we're talking about. Nothing seems uh, out of possibility for the direction that the Hearthstone team can take uh, the different original stories in because there's just so much to draw on.
0: Hey, based on what we have available, um, I know this would be a shorter episode than most. Um, Another quick question, just so I can get something else in here. Uh, I like your idea of, you know, Friend Creeper is the original, and Bob Creeper is the corrupted version. Because when I look at the lifetime of the game, they'll have, like, the first iteration of what it's gonna be down the line. So, like, it was cool to see them do, like, certain type of echo cards before they actually made the keyword. So, like, when I look at this, this looks like I could see someone in their office talking like, hey, you know, like, what if we do, like, you know, corrupted one day, but we don't actually have it as a keyword yet? so like it's effective in the artwork because when i look at fen creeper the little person on top looks like they have blue eyes so like if you say bob creeper is the you know old god corrupted version what if this person on top of fen creeper is nemzy before she got corrupted
1: yeah i've thought similar things and yeah it's That that was a big thematic with uh, so many of the Whispers of the Old God cards that they decided to take some familiar cards from the classic and, you know, put a a corrupted twist on them. Like, you know, often it would have tentacles coming out of them, but they went something a little different for these creepers here. Yeah. And... Yeah, so this this is sort of our our base material, like the core ingredient to make a Lotheb. Yeah, um yeah. But you need you need something else, something really nasty. Yeah. And if we move on to our next slide here, mm-hmm. uh, lo and behold, who is our mad scientist in chief here? Oh, the no, the one and only Kel'Thuzad. Of course he's behind. Oh yeah. Of course he's behind this. <laughs> hmm Yes. Knocks so, <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Black Rod, what, uh tell me, what do you know about uh, Kel'Thuzad? We obviously can't spend the episode going into the full depths of his story here, but we should uh, establish at least the basics of who he is in order to explain how he created Lotheb.
0: Oh, of course, yeah. So in this feature episode on Lotheb, um, it's pretty, pretty cool to sidestep on Kel'Thuzad here. For what I know of Keltuzad, uh I use this card a lot in my first year playing this game. Um, obviously, it costs a lot of mana. Um, so over the years, if everyone could picture, you know, like a line graph in their head, um, the usage rate for me on Kel'Thuzad has gone way, way down. Uh, but it does, does have a cool effect if you do have a board existing and you can do, you know, some trades and you can destroy your opponent's minions and yours, hey... This guy's on the board at the end of that turn, all your minions come back from the grave. Kel'Thuzad just, you know, reanimates them. It's a pretty cool effect. They should have a cartoon or something. That'd be cool to watch.
1: That would, actually. Um, I believe they once made some... They made some cartoon in relation to Heroes of the Storm when they introduced oh. Kelton's God as a hero in that. Okay, okay. Um, I highly recommend looking it up. It's it's only within the Heroes of the Storm canon, which is sort of a multiverse across wizard game things. But uh, yeah. it, it's about the closest you can get at this point. Okay. But... Uh, yeah, because Kel'Thuzad, you're right. He brings things back. He is a Lich, an extremely powerful undead being created by the Lich King. And uh, he is essentially, he's the one in charge of the floating, necro- n- the floating necropolis of Naxxramas. Uh That's mm. why he is the the okay. head honcho in that uh, Hearthstone adventure of right. Yeah, And so he is basically trying to figure out uh how just how many horrible things can he create in order to uh help spread the plague of Undeath and basically you know he, get as many brownie points from the lich king as possible is like <laughs> like you, you know that that person at work who just really wants to be the overachiever in oh, order yeah. to yeah that that's kelthuzad oh, with the lich king as yeah. his boss there I know that um, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and if we move on to our next side we'll see uh but we have naxramas the floating necropolis which of course necropolis uh just means city of the dead um and it's more like City of the Undead in th- these cases, uh, because this is, is Floating Fortress. Obviously, anyone who has played the adventure knows a bit of it. And the thing about the adventure, and Lothab is a boss in the Naxxramas adventure, in addition oh, really? oh, to being a legendary that you get from it. Yeah, uh, have you, did, you, did you actually play the adventure, or did you get the cards another way through crafting?
0: Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I was, I was thinking of the World of Warcraft game itself. You're speaking about Hearthstone. I apologize. I got to focus here on the game. <laughs> yes, I I completed all the wings of um, Noxramus as they came out.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that is. Uh, they are based on the layout of the raid in World of Warcraft. So actually, oh, you yeah. were so... right. It's both.
0: Oh. Okay. Um, yeah. So I was envisioning. Yeah. Okay. Okay.
1: So what we have here are the uh, the raid is broken into a couple different wings of the necropolis that are focused on different things, different Telthuzad uh, projects, we might say here. Um, I, I this a, one, I got a question. Yep.
0: So I'm, I'm looking at this picture, and you're saying it's a floating city of undead. Uh, so like does this just float over other towns and like, how, how do you get into this thing?
1: Well, um, you basically have to use some form of uh teleporting magic or, or you have to be able to fly up to it. Um, the, okay. the, yeah, it's very difficult to infiltrate, uh, because it is way up high and yeah, it's, it's, it basically goes over places and, uh, like dumps down a whole bunch of uh plague of undeath
0: that's crazy he just floats around yeah tells, like attacks
1: mm-hmm. or or huge you know armies just swarm out of it or beam down from it it's yeah it's it is something that really invokes terror if it comes anywhere near you to be perfectly honest sounds terrible, um right? oh yeah absolutely and uh so there's different sections of it there is uh and, and all of them are uh they have their sections in the nox from adventure there is the arachnid quarter which is very spider themed obviously there is the military quarter where you have basically a bunch of dead uh, death knight soldiers uh there's the construct quarter which is full of a bunch of abominations and things like uh, Thaddeus and uh, patchwork things that like you stitch together really grows on oh, yeah. stuff okay and uh there's of course Kel'Thuzad's personal layer, but um this area right here uh we have an image of this as we move on to our next slide is the plague quarter because you can't have a good army of undeath without creating more undead. And the way that the Lich King, Heldhuzad, and the Scourge do it, and uh, Sylvanas too, actually. Uh, we'll talk about her another day. Mm-hmm. But um, is through this plague of undeath, which essentially, um, it's something that kills you and then instantly raises you in, as undead. It's It's something that it's, well, they've never explained exactly whether it sometimes it appears to be almost some sort of gas or, or maybe it's a pathogen or whatever it is. It's this magically constructed evil plague that uh, turn first it kills you and then it raises you as undeath. And the plague quarter is devoted to to experimenting with this plague and trying to improve it and make it even more efficient and deadlier and so they can just spray it all around and infect everywhere and just make everyone undead so uh So so that they'll all serve the Lich King yeah
0: this map right here is the layout of the um floating Noxramas
1: uh yeah well of the of the plague quarter specifically is what we're showing here so this is one quarter of it oh wow Mm -hmm. but you'll see there are uh there are things that say like to the military quarter or to the arachnid quarter um so that's kind of showing the different other sections but this is the uh and and we may talk about those at another time next is a big place um uh, oh, but th- this is the, the plague quarter right here yeah got it okay the plague quarter sounds terrifying mm-hmm. oh it is it is um and uh before we get to Lothab, we're going to talk just a little about to give the context of some of the other stuff that goes on here yeah. uh two other characters who are um bosses you need to fight in the plague quarter uh adventure in Exoramus before you get to Lothab and before you can earn this card and gives the idea of just how disturbing this stuff is right here so we have um, the first one we're talking about is Noth the Plaguebringer um, according to the uh, little bits of information we have it says that uh, Noth is responsible for creating the process that distills the souls of the living and places them within the cold cage of undeath It says noth was observed to be refining the process even now so he's always working to improve it to make it even deadlier Mm -hmm. and he was says that he was once a reputable mage of daleron who heard the call of the lich king in much the same way kelthuza did driven by power he accepted summons to serve the needs of the scourge in necromancy and curse weaving however he started to kind of start be bothered by the whole taking the innocent life type of thing. Yeah. So, Kel'Thuzad said, nope, nope, nope. We can't have you growing a conscience there. I'm going to freeze your heart solid in order oh. to stop you from getting compassion. Okay. I don't know how that actually works, but um, ap- apparently it worked for Noth. So, yeah, that is... Uh, he he's one of the guys who is in charge of creating plague in the first place. Um, Plague-bringer. Plague-bringer. Yeah. And then we also have uh moving on Helgen the unclean, who is another absolutely horrible necromancer. Sounds nasty. Uh, th- unclean. Oh yeah. Yeah, like he, he this is the guy who like protests the very existence of showers, you know. Uh, <laughs> is, uh uh, he is the mastermind behind what are called Plague Cauldrons. They're basically these containers that contain plague and help spread the plague around, kind of like an aerial dispersal, um, that turns wilderness of Azeroth into what are known as the plague lands. Uh, this is a way that it infects not, not only people... Not like that. Oh, yeah, no, this is like Malfurion's worst nightmare. One of them. He he has several, um, including the literal Emerald Nightmare. But, uh, yeah, this is the sort of thing where it's not just infecting people, but Helgen creates a way for undead to uh, infect flora and fauna and corrupt entire uh, wildernesses into being just these disgusting... Uh, places where of entire undeath in, in all of nature. So yeah, yeah. Now, Furion is very much opposed to it. This is just all about rot and decay. Uh, and that's what Helgen is really into. <laughs> yeah, he seems and, like a bad person. Oh, very much so. Which is why we kill all of these people in the uh, in the raid, because they are very nasty Um, (laughs) unclean and plague
0: bringers we don't want those
1: yeah yeah it's uh, strangely relevant Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but um, all of this leads us to Lothab who is one of these creations and this isn't official lore but I'm just picturing like the three of these guys Helgen, uh, Noth and Kel'Thuzad getting together like three kids for a high school science project (laughs) <laughs> and you're like, okay, we we got uh we got to make something really uh disgusting and plague themed to turn to the Lich King. It's Dubai Friday. What can we come up with, guys? Right. I
0: like. you're like
1: saying <laughs> <guys> that. <laughs> yeah, and they end up with Lothep, um, who is what happens when you merge one of those bog beasts we talked about earlier with the living plague. Of those plague glands, So basically, they completely. They, this is an undead, uh, bog beast that is infused with the power of the rot and decay of this plague that all of these guys have worked on creating. Uh, he's described as. Uh, twisted um, uh, an example of how Plague manifests in the fauna fauna and flora and a twisted mockery of the plant kingdom's natural ability to regenerate because he can summon deadly spores that quickly spread a sickening miasma that turns magical healing against those who wield them and that he can control the power of healing itself. And this is where his card effect comes in. So it's, it's not, They they broadened it out a little bit, but uh, but you seem to be making the connection here. What are you thinking?
0: Yeah, I I like how you explained that, Um, where you had said that he can use, or he can stop them from using their magical healing. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, like, if I'm trying to recover health and my spell costs more and now I can't use it,
1: yeah exactly and for uh, mechanic purposes they broadened it out to all kinds of spells but it's still very thematic as to one of the core unique things that lotheb does as a boss so they translated into the mechanic uh if we move on to our last slide here we can see uh, what his appearance in the world of warcraft raid looks like yeah and I honestly can't decide whether he's more disgusting in his Warcraft version or his Hearthstone version. What do you
0: think? Uh, easily, this Warcraft version. This is ugly. This guy looks disgusting. Uh. Yeah.
1: But like I said, when you have a manifestation of rotten decay, yeah. um, of like every d, de- he is literally like living decomposition, you might say. Um, and yeah, so. But hey, he was designed to be that way, so props to both the out-of-universe creative designers for so effectively conveying this disgust to their character design, and props to the in-universe designers of uh, uh Helgen, and Noth, who I guess were very successful in accomplishing what they were going for. And uh no props to the rest of props to everyone else in the universe for destroying this thing over and over and ridding the universe of it. It is very much appreciated
0: yeah, this is a really ugly fusion uh playing other video games, I can think of fusion monsters, but to know that Lothab is a fusion from a couple of different things, this is the outcome. This thing is ugly, it's got a squid face, but hey, love the card effect, very powerful, funny uh when I think about it. If they were actually to ever change it or nerf it, um, if they made his effect, or if they made Lothab's effect um, target-only healing spells, that would actually be a nerf. So I like the way that it is now, where it just blankets all enemy spells, plus 5 for the next turn.
1: Yeah. If they wanted to, since uh, since now spell tribes are a recent thing, as of our recording... Uh, most of the healing spells tend to be either holy or nature, and so uh, maybe yeah. if they, for whatever reason, wanted to nerf, they could do like your holy and nature spells yeah. cost as much more because y- you're not really going to be healing with fell or shadow or arcane. That that's not, they don't really work that way. So yeah, that's it's an interesting thing to think about, but I don't think they're going to ever nerf this. It seems it's survived in just as it is for all these years and it's become a real core staple of the game and uh, in the wild in so many ways i mean
0: aside from you know the immense popularity and you know sway that our show has so hopefully you know when the <laughs> developers listen to us you know they're not like hey you know those guys are on or something let's change it because then you know got the whole community and pitch and and riot you know pitchforks coming <laughs> at us but hey nothing better for popularity and you know that's cool. That's cool. Uh If it ever happens, hey. we'll, we'll take credit for it.
1: <laughs> or it could just be the inspiration for a new card, uh, which hey, I would I like also that. happily take credit for. Like but that. yeah, so those that's the uh basics of who or rather I sh- I should just say what Lothab is. He is uh what happens when you mix uh liches Frankenstein experiments and lots and lots of mold and mushrooms, and you don't want to go anywhere near it unless you're a brave enough adventurer to kill it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he seems like a beast. I wonder how tall it. I wonder how tall Lothab is. Looks like a monster. Oh, uh he 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 towers. I don't know exactly how tall he is, but he does tower above the. Uh, yeah, players when you're raiding uh, most most bosses do at the very least because it enables that everyone in the raid can see the target if no other reason <laughs> <laughs> don't want to miss it among the other 24 be blocked by the other 24 people that you're playing with or whatever
0: yeah man i i say this every time we do this show i think more and more but every time we do it i get the itch just grows and one of these episodes i want to be like hey guys you know what I started playing Warcraft, and I'll have a whole bunch of stories. So just looking at this picture
1: uh, of this dungeon,
0: looks like Lothab is in. Uh,
1: this is a raid. So, it's uh, dungeons are the uh, smaller group content. Generally, you need about five people in order to do them. Uh, and they're shorter. Raids are the much larger, harder content. You need various different size groups 10, 25. It's fluctuated over the years. Those, the raids are often where the really big story moments happen in terms of when when these big bads are defeated. Uh, so like Lich King, Kel'Thuzad, Deathwing, uh, all, all of them are, they have really big buildups and you have to defeat all these powerful minions in the raid before you face them. And that's kind of the basis of how the storytelling through uh, raids works in Warcraft. And a lot of our favorite cards, a lot of them are uh, raid and bosses, uh, very powerful minions. Hey, that's true.
0: That is very true.
1: So I suppose that's probably unless there's any other things for us to uh, touch on or clarify right here that is essentially the story of Lotha. and um very excited to uh, keep on moving with this uh, we have some great ideas about uh creatures about legendary minions to talk about in our next several episodes but hey if any of you guys have any requests any uh ideas here uh feel free to let us know in comments or reviews on any of our platforms here uh wherever you find this podcast because we would love to indulge your curiosity about the story behind all these different cards that there is it's just so much fun to tell these stories. There's just so much uh, depth, and even for something like this, the lore from Lothab. There's a couple of small lines in his uh, de- in his text explaining who this boss is. Oh, really? And even okay. with that, we, look at all that we were able to talk about with this because Seriously, everything yes. is connected. It's so cool he, even
0: he's a, a yeah. bog creeper mixed with this fungal energy this misty mystic, mystic nasty fungal this is crazy man this is so cool i didn't i didn't realize he could just control um you know his his powers like that and just like make the enemies have their spells or their healing magic cost more so it's just cool to see the connect here like i i love this part of like hearthstone i played the card game for 7 years so to get to this juncture for me uh where it's like i'm learning now like where the cards actually come from and their their story, and then to see how their ability from the game is translated into a card, like that's the space that I'm in now. So I, I'm really enjoying this. So thank you, Goliath, for being this knowledgeable and educating me, along with everyone else on our podcast.
1: My pleasure. And uh, as always, you know, very much enjoyed my time here. Looking forward to telling another story on the next episode of Lore Masters.
0: Definitely, yeah, Lothal was a great one. Um, hope everybody gets, gets to check this one out. And um, for me, yeah, I'm definitely, I'm looking, you know, I'll make a deck, you know, all of Curse and Noxramas cards, get some Fen Creepers, some Bog Creepers. I'll use the Nemzi Hero, Lofab, make it a couple of games. This is really cool. So um, as of now, uh, we got some, um, you know, inquiries. People were asking us uh, to make our show more than just YouTube. So we are officially out there on every every access channel you can get a, po- a podcast on you know like itunes you know we're on spreaker you know google podcasts like anchor we're we're really out there so i'm really excited to be at this point uh i want to shout out uh warcraft radio and brian Rowe. uh thank you for believing in us and uh giving us the support and um you know putting us on warcraft radio we really appreciate that um for me i just wanted to start this just to have a fun hobby and uh, like learn more about the cards, but. I guess I should have realized that there's this gigantic void for, you know, uh, lore podcasts. So I think all of us should thank Goliath for having that knowledge and uh, leading the way. And it's going to be a fun time.
1: Oh, most definitely. Uh, I'm looking forward to talking with you. And uh, then eventually we're uh, we're, going to start having some really interesting conversations with uh, some of our future episodes, I think. Because a lot of these stories are interconnected. And so we're going to be coming back to a lot of these things we've talked about in some of our earlier ones that are going to tie in. So as we oh, build so up, cool. you're going to have a lot more background knowledge, um, be able to fill in a lot more pieces of how everything is connected. Oh, so great. look forward to that, everybody. Put your thinking caps on, your lore caps on, open up your books, recline in your chairs, and just... Sit around the hearth. That's what Hearthstone is all about. Sitting around the hearth, relaxing with friends, and enjoying some good stories.
0: What a perfect sign off for me. You guys can find me on Twitter at Blackarot, b l a k a r o t double underscore, and also at LordMasses HS.
1: And you can find me primarily on the website Out of Dot Cards, where I write. Uh, Various lore guides. I've written about uh, general type of things, about races, about uh, locations. I write things about uh, specific types of cards when they're coming out, like legendary weapons. Um, and uh, when uh, new stuff is coming out, currently we are approaching the Wailing Caverns, so uh, you can expect some content about that coming pretty soon. So check me out on Out of Dot Cards. And as always, right here, just like Black and Rot, on Lore Masters.
0: All right, guys. Thank you for checking out episode number four, Lothab.
1: And we will see you next time. Take care.